Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Genovese, Operations Director at Oz Marketing. With me as, oh, and also Sales Novice. Sales Novice. Sales Novice. Graduated Step sales above novice. the noob. With me as always, we have Operations Director at the Young Automotive Group, Oliver Young. Amped to be here, Tim. All amped to be here. Brad Taylor, Corporate Trainer with the Center of Excellence. Also wildly excited. I can, wildly I can excited. see it in your eyes. You are so jazzed to be here. And a very special guest with us today, Corey Martin, General Manager of Audi Layton and Young Dodge Jeep Layton. I don't know. I never know which order. Young Chrysler Chrysler Jeep Jeep Dodge Dodge Ram of Layton. Layton. Then Audi Volkswagen. And Audi, yeah. And I'm so pumped to be here as well. Yeah. (laughs) You've got a lot on your plate, my friend. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Someone noticed. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this, I promise. (laughs) So exciting. Well, we need to get you back to your job, so let's dive into it. I, I have been I have been anticipating this particular topic for a very, very long time. I have been just sitting here as disciplined as I possibly can, just being present in the moment. Oliver, what are we talking about today? Tim, that was an incredible, Wasn't incredible segue. segue. Today, what I want to discuss is an article that we put out there. It's called The Key Attributes of Amazing Customer Experience, Anticipation, Discipline, and Presence. Now, before we do that, though, I want to say how excited I am to have Corey with us. I have learned a ton from Corey. He came to our group, how long has it been? Eight years. Eight years. So he came into our Chevrolet store as a set at, wait. Ford Store and Morgan. Ford Store and Morgan. That's right. I, man, I, because I, you were only there for what, a year? A year, yep. And, and then, then you moved down to Chevy. Chev, I was there for seven months. Seven months. And you really took our group to the next level in terms of our sales management, and, and you've been instrumental in that process, and really have built a lot of variable teams across our group. And so I'm really excited to have you here. And, and Corey, why don't you kind of introduce yourself? What what makes you you, and why do you like sales? You know, I started over 20 years ago in, the, in selling cars, and I just kind of worked my way up through the ranks. I've worked for several groups around the state, and I was actually going to get out of the car business. And as soon as I was talked into coming to YAG by Trent Jakes, and we came in, and I, I thought it was going to be short-lived, I ended up here you are, eight years later, I'm still waiting for the honeymoon to end, trying, so, waiting well, for you to figure me out. Why do you like sales? Like, what um, draws you to sales? I love the cradle to grave. I love actually talking to a customer, meeting somebody for the very first time, and then giving them something to take home and enjoy for the next few years. And, it's and, it's and a and best you, drug ever. And what's awesome is I've seen these customers that you've had follow you around the group because you've been at multiple stores, and you've really built a loyal following, which is really impressive. And it's because you like to see that, hey, we're, we're starting somewhere where we don't have great trust or, or we don't have built trust yet. And Absolutely. then all of a sudden, we're best of friends and I've helped you through this tough situation and, and people can depend on you. And it's really impressive and is really a testament to how great of a salesperson you are. So I'm really excited to have Thank you, you here. So getting into the article, really what we've been talking about is, especially with the Young Automotive Group, is how do we commit more fully to our mission statement. And Brad, what's our mission statement? We take pride in delivering an exceptional customer experience while generating a fiercely loyal following that loves to think young. Awesome. Our mission statement is all focused on delivering an exceptional customer experience. The customer is at the center of what we do. And so, ladies and gentlemen, he did not read that. That was right off the top of his head. And I was a little nervous for just a second there while you hiccuped. I was too. 
<laughs> I actually pulled <laughs> the card bit. out and was like going to slide it <laughs> over to him. <laughs> so across our group, we've all gotten two books that we're all reading and going through to try to up our game and customer experience. And so as I've been thinking about this, you know, everybody plays a role in customer experience, right? Every single employee, regardless if you're a title clerk to a salesperson to BDC, even technician, including executives, I play a key role in our customer experience. And so I've been thinking through how do I deliver a better customer experience as an executive, right? And so as I was writing this article, I've been thinking through how can I improve? And the three key attributes I've been thinking through are anticipation, discipline, and presence. Now, I kind of want to go through each one of those to make sure, you know, we discuss it. So the first one is anticipation. Brad, what do you feel like anticipation is when I say that word? Anticipation is understanding what the customer's needs are, right? When they come to us, whether it's in sales or service or parts, anticipating how we can help them. Yep. And I think anticipation is what sets apart an amateur to a professional. What I mean by that is an amateur just wings it, right? An amateur just steps up and goes, okay, let's see what we can do here, right? A professional goes, I know exactly what's going to happen and what is going to come at me through a process, and I'm going to anticipate every single move, right? We should be the professional in the relationship, right? How often does a customer come and buy a car? Every three years. Yeah, three years, right? At most. Some, it's, they don't buy cars for 10 years, right? So if that's the case, they don't necessarily know how to shop for a car. Well, I think key to that then would also be anticipating any potential frustrations or disappointments that they might have along the way. Yeah, absolutely. And as we're in the world every day, right? So every day we're taking three or four different opportunities of selling cars, right? So we get to experience it every single day, multiple times a day. These people experience it once every three to five years, right? And so anticipation is saying, okay, what do I see that these customers are going to go through? And how do I get ahead of it? So when they go through the experience, they go, wow, this person understands where I'm at and is really st- guiding me through a process that will allow me to, to be happy at the end of it, right? Now, have you seen sales professionals ac- accomplish that level of anticipation? Oh, absolutely. We have sales professionals that they not only anticipate the needs of the customer while they're there, but also their future needs as well, getting ready for a service appointment, setting things up for any kind of accessories, helping them out with some of this new technology, setting them up for emails they're going to get from the manufacturer, things like that. And that's why I think anticipation is the start of a good customer experience, is because you first have to anticipate where the struggles are going to be, where the bumps are going to be, and be able to smooth those out for the customer as they arrive. Right. So once you once you have anticipation, then the key, the second key is discipline. Right. Okay. I know where those road bumps are. I know what's coming at me. Now, how do I get disciplined in delivering the consistent process to be able to make sure that I'm delivering on the anticipation that I foresaw? Right. And Corey, for you, why would discipline be such a key key thing 
in regards to sales? Well, it keeps you consistent as well. I mean, if you're disciplined and you have a process that you're going through, it actually just keeps you right on task. So as that customer comes in and you know, whatever they're looking for, you can now anticipate where they're going. But if you had to stay disciplined to the process to understand what is the next step. And as you develop consistency, it's something that you can build off of too, right? Okay, I'm going to do this exact same thing over and over and over. Then I can see, oh, you know what? If I just change it up a hair and build off of that consistency, now I can get better and better and better and better. The problem in sales is a lot of times we're the people that like to shoot off the cup, right? We like to we like to just be like, ah, oh, whatever, I'll do it my way, and I'll just go chat with people, right? Or if it's wrong, we don't change it. Yeah. We, we get stuck into a groove of like, oh, no, this is how we've done it forever, so this is how we're going to do it yep. again. And so I think we have to be, be able to recognize and, yep. and move. And, and that's using anticipation, being like, hey, I recognize that this is wrong because I keep bumping my head on this, and so I'm going to anticipate that differently. Mm-hmm. And then when I make that change, get disciplined to... Using it? Using it again. Because if I change it once and it didn't work, well, that was the one time. You have to be disciplined to go through it over and over and over. Here's a good example. Um, uh, Service drives, Mm -hmm. trying to get people to go from the service to sales, right? So a lot of, I remember when I was a salesperson, my manager would be like, hey, just go into the service drive and go talk to those customers. So I'd walk over with donuts and be like, hey, you need a donut? And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, okay, see ya. And then I'll walk back and he'd be like, did you work the service drive? He's like, yeah, I went and worked the service drive, <laughs> right? <laughs> because I was scared. I didn't know what to do, right? And, and my manager wasn't helping me anticipate the roadblocks that would come, right? And then, uh, you know, th- then I got a couple skills of like, hey, what are you driving? Just asking, hey, what did you come in on, right? And I would ask those different questions, but I would keep... I, I would keep getting roadblocks put up, and so I would just stop doing it, right? And I didn't have the discipline to say, okay, I need to just continually get my head beat in back there because at least I'm talking to somebody and then figure out how to deliver that message that resonated with, oh, you're getting a motor changed? Instead of spending $10,000 changing that out. Why don't you just get a new car that is under warranty and put the 10 grand against a down payment? And it's actually better for the customer because then we can just take on the repair for their other car. But I wasn't disciplined enough to really stick with it and figure out a way to get through and help the customer. Yeah. And I, a huge part of discipline is identifying which defined process actually works yep. and recognizing that you are the common denominator in every sales interaction that yep. you're a part of, right? I love that. And you're the common denominator. <laughs> yeah, so that way you understand that what you're taking the customer through leads to their experience. And once you recognize and realize that there is a solid customer experience that happens as you follow a defined process, that's now something that you can repeat. That's something that you can now teach and train to other salespeople. I was just going to say, we've kind of talked about discipline in a different way in the past, and we've talked about kind of fundamentals. 
and about how having the discipline to stay on the fundamentals gives you something both to grow on, something to build upon, and something to fall back on when things don't work out, right? When things don't work out quite perfectly. So I think that that fits perfectly with what we're talking about right now. It's You've got to have something to build on, and you've got to have something to fall back on as well, and you have to have the discipline to follow that along. And that anticipation builds the fundamentals. The fundamentals you have to get disciplined around, right, in order to make in order to make progress and and deliver an exceptional customer experience. And I love I love that what you said, you're the common denominator. How often do we blame our customers for their bad customer experience? It's so wild. Yeah. Right? But what what what's the reality? It's us. It's me. <laughs> right? We're the we're the professionals. Yeah. We're to blame. We're the people that aren't providing the customer experience. Even if they're mad, their perception is their perception. It's the reality. Yeah. And by the way, life lesson, that works with every relationship that you have. <laughs> if you're consistently seeing the same problem over and over again, you're the common denominator. Oh, crap. So I got to go tell Carly I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I think you can just do it here. Oh, Carly, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think that's really important that you have to see customer service is your responsibility. It's not the customer's responsibility to be happy, right? And it's n- and we should never blame the customer, but we do. I, and I know I have in my career. And so I, 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 and getting disciplined to those basics is what allows you to then become uh, or deliver that exceptional customer experience. Well, I think going back to that, you talked about, you know, handing out donuts and not knowing exactly what to do. Well, we, as managers, we need to make sure we're training with Absolutely. our sales staff to, to go and take that chance. And we just got, they got, just have to start. Yep. They have to just start and try. And once they start and they try, then they, they're going to find their, where they're yep. messing up and then we got to fill in the holes. Yep. And as a salesperson, if you were like me, I should have slowed down and said, hey, manager, I don't know what to say back here. You need to give me that anticipation because you've been here for a long time, help me see the future of what I'm going to run into back there, and then I'll get disciplined behind it, right? And so both the manager has responsibility to anticipate and train the salesperson. Absolutely. And the salesperson has responsibility to say, I need some tools. I need need some fundamentals that I can get disciplined about. But then the last third fundamental is being present. What do you mean by that? Being present is being with the customer. Now, why do I say that that's an important attribute? Because that just seems like a no-brainer, right? Presence is to say, I am currently listening to the person that's in front of me, and I'm not only listening, I'm understanding what they're saying before I respond. Being present helps a customer feel like you actually care about them, right? But oftentimes, we're in our heads thinking, okay, where do I go? What, what's the next step? How do I get this closed? What, what, right? I love that you said that. What are you actually doing when you're doing that, though? What am I doing? Yeah, you stopped listening. You're not even listening to what the customer is saying because you're, you're trying to go through your head and figure out what to, where to go next. And all of a sudden, now you got a, a customer that's upset and you don't know how to fix it. Yep. And I, I think that's a, that's a point of confusion that a lot of people can make between presence and anticipation. I Absolutely. think a lot of people can feel like that's anticipation, and it's not. Anticipation, I think, is a lot more innate than yeah. that. I would say anticipation has to happen way before a customer walks through the door. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Once the customer walks through the door, it's too late. All you, that, all you should be doing is being present with them. Hey, you have a problem, I'm here to solve it. 
what can I do to help solve your problem? And now I know I have steps, disciplined steps to walk through, but I'm going to be right here listening to you as we walk through these steps, right? And so, uh, you know, uh, when uh, a lot of times when a salesperson gets a f- call, especially if he's new, what does he want to do? He's on the phone with a customer. What does he want to do? Solve their problem? Sell the car. Yeah. Sell the sell, car over sell the, the car, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, sweet, I got, a, I got a sales call. I get to go sell something. So they try to sell a car on the phone. And it's like, that's never going to happen. It's your first conversation, mm-hmm. right? Because what are we doing? We're thinking ahead of where we want to be instead of being where? Present, present with present the customer. in the moment. Mm-hmm. Right? When we're in the moment with the customer, we're saying, hey, Mr. Customer, what's your problem? How can I help you? What problem can I solve for you as a sales professional, right? And we're really taking the time to listen and engage with the customer, and that customer can feel it when you're present with them. And that is, I think, at the heart of customer experience. You first have have to have anticipation before a customer walks in. You got to have discipline to that process that you set up because of that anticipation. And then when that customer walks in, and it goes back almost to that first podcast we did, make a friend. Be present. Just take the time to understand your customer fully, and you will get exceptional customer results every time, even if you might not have the product. You might not have the solution right now, but is if the customer knows you're present and with them and there to help them, you will deliver exceptional customer experience every time. And, and what do we talk about on dealing with heat? Even if you don't have the product, you can still deliver an exceptional customer experience and make a fiercely loyal follower, right? Because those folks that you're helping out, that you're being present with, that you are making a difference, those are the ones who are going to stick around. So uh, I love this. Do we have an action item this week? So the action item that I would say is there's got to be a few different areas in which you have seen repeated, repeated upset customers right? Where you see there's a common area where customers are getting either frustrated or upset, use anticipation to try to address those, right? Find one of those areas, look at the last five or six sales calls that you had and try to look at, okay, where, what went wrong? Where did that happen? And try to anticipate that before your next sales sales. Yeah. uh, So that makes sense. So if I'm understanding it correctly, it's something like right now with the inventory shortage, as a salesperson, you know, there's a shortage of inventory currently on the ground that you can physically show. But if you're anticipating that, you might also know what's on its way in that's available. And so when a customer comes in, you can speak educatedly about what's on its way in. You might also know what other products you have that have similar features that you can show today in anticipation for an arriving order. And if you get disciplined to that process, that's going to deliver that exceptional customer experience rather than just saying, we don't have any, sorry. Exactly. You got to find those rough rough patches for the customers, right? So the action item would be find that rough patch, write it down, and then come up with some solutions that will allow you to overcome those because you're ahead of the customer. I like it. That's fantastic. I love it. Well, as usual, I have been uh, taking copious notes this entire episode. So we are talking about anticipation, discipline, and presence. And really what this boils down to is delivering an exceptional customer experience. And that is because everybody plays a role 
right? From the bottom up, from the top down, however you want to measure it. But we're going to do this through anticipation, discipline, and presence. Anticipation, this is before the customer ever walks in. This is all about understanding the customer and every step and every move that you're going to make with that customer based on what their possible problems might be or what their possible confounding issues might be. And this is what sets apart an amateur from a professional or a professional from an amateur. This is about what do I see and how do I get ahead of it in order to guide the customer through the process in an exceptional way and how to smooth that process out for the customer. Next step is discipline. This is about maintaining consistency. So it allows you to have something to build on and something to evolve. And it's it just is going to help if you stick with it. You've got to stick with it. And remember, you are the common denominator of and finally is presence. This is just about making a friend. You need to be with the customer. You need to listen and understand the customer while they're there. This helps the customer to feel that you are actually caring about them and actually there to help them out. And then once the customer has walked through the door, all you should be doing is just being present. Don't jump ahead. Handle one thing at a time. And just remember, make a friend. All right, guys. I think that's about it. And and we'll go ahead and we'll push. We'll post this article on the COE website, so you can you can download it there. And also, I just wanted to say, Brad Taylor wants to create some COE podcast T-shirts. So if we get fifty comments back, we will make a COE podcast T-shirt. I love it. And on the back, we'll say Dana Moi, y'all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I absolutely love that idea because, as we know, denouement is the end of the story, and if I'm walking away, that's what you're going to see, denouement. Uh, <laughs> so just one last thing before we go. If you are listening to this podcast, if you haven't left us a review, if you haven't left us any stars on iTunes, please do that. That's going to help us out an awful lot. If you do have questions for us or if you have ideas for future podcasts, send us an email to podcast at youngcoe.com. And honestly, just have a wonderful afternoon. Have a great day. Have a wonderful morning. Whatever time of the day it is for you right now, enjoy it. Dana Moi, y'all. Thank you, Tim. Good job, Tim. Thanks, Tim. See you.